Hello everyone, I'm Harrison. And I'm Rachel. This week we're talking about weeks three and four with a newborn and getting out of the house. So stay tuned and join us on our journey to raise Raise baby baby H. By the time Edison was two weeks old, I was really frustrated that I wasn't back to normal yet, which I realize now sounds ridiculous, but I was so eager to be able to move my body without aches and pains. When you have a newborn every day that goes by, you get a little bit more confident with taking care of them. And we certainly didn't feel like experts, but we felt comfortable with the idea of just getting out of the house. The first place that we went was, of course, the zoo. It's only 30 minutes from our house, and it's somewhere that's familiar to us. I think that's one of the most important things when you're trying to find the first place that you want to go to is making sure that you're comfortable with wherever you go, like that you know everything really well where you can find things, and that you have an easy way to get out of there if it just doesn't go right. We were only planning on being gone about three to four hours at most, which meant that we only had to worry about one pumping and feeding session while we were out. The whole time we were at the zoo, everybody we ran into was just so surprised that we had a child that was that young out and about. I think one of the people that works at the zoo was asking if we came right from the hospital, and he was only two weeks old, so... We didn't come straight from the hospital, but it's still really early. It was nice just to be able to be out in the sun. It was still really nice weather outside. And just to be able to walk around and feel like there was something that we could do together. Before Edison was here, we spent a lot of time at the zoo. We would go all the time and it's just, it's close to home. It's easy for us to get these short little walks in and the zoo is a good place for us to do that. And it was just really nice to be able to do something that we did before with Edison and know that a ton of stuff has changed and going to the zoo is definitely a little bit different now, but we can still do something that we really enjoyed doing before Edison was here. We got to fully experience our stroller in action. We had taken a few walks around our neighborhood, but this was loading it in the car, getting it out, getting Edison out of the car, going into the zoo, and it was just a full experience. We got to use the under storage and things like that, and it just really emphasized that we really like this stroller. We knew that when we were picking a stroller that we wanted to spend a little more money on a stroller because it's something we were going to use a lot. We plan on going lots of places and we want a stroller that makes it easier to do that. So we ended up picking the Mockingbird stroller, which is not the most expensive you can go, but it's certainly not on the cheap side of strollers. But this stroller has been really helpful for us. It has tons of storage underneath which has made it much easier to carry all of the stuff for Edison, all of the pump parts, and it is really easy to push, which doesn't seem like a huge deal, but when Rachel is just having a hard time moving without feeling all of this pain, and she can push it up and down hills and it doesn't really bother her, that's really nice. I was still kind of using the stroller as like almost a walker at this point because it still was a little bit hard for me to get around. I think I was very ambitious with how much I wanted to do and 
at the end of a day out doing something, even just going to the doctor or going to the grocery store, I would come home and be exhausted and my body would hurt. I definitely would not recommend just diving back into everything that you used to do before. But to me, like mentally, I just really felt like I needed to do something. Before Edison was here, we were really adamant that we were not going to let him totally slow us down and that we were going to stop doing stuff that we enjoyed doing before he was here. And this was kind of like our first time to try this out. And really, he slowed us down a lot. But I think that the more you do it, the more comfortable that you get with it, the quicker you're going to become at it. And that very first time, it was amazing how long it took us to get out of the house. I felt like it took us four hours to leave the house for four hours. And I think that's just kind of how it goes at the beginning. But now that we're a little bit further along, it doesn't take us that long. That is pretty accurate because I remember I would pump and then we would be like, oh, let's go out and do something. And we would plan to leave after my next pump, which would be three hours later. And it would take us that whole three hours just to pack everything for me, wash the dishes, get all the pump parts together. And it was chaos. At this point, we were still exclusively pumping. And when you're doing that, you have two whole schedules to work on. You've got to deal with mom's schedule for pumping. You've got to deal with baby's schedule for eating and they don't always match up as much as you would like them to. So we knew that Edison is the least flexible. When he's hungry, everybody is going to know it. But for Rachel, when she needs to pump, she does have a little bit of flexibility here and there. So what we have been trying to do anytime we go anywhere is feed Edison right before we leave because that gives us about a three-hour chunk before we have to be stopped again. So the next day, we went out of the house again. We had rented a studio about an hour from home to take Edison's newborn photos. So Harrison does photography, and we just decided that it would be more comfortable for all of us if Harrison took the photos. And then we also asked his sister, who is also a photographer, to come with us. And she could take the photos with Harrison and I in them. And then the photos of just Edison, Harrison could take. We know that this is not an option for everybody. And for a lot of people, you have to hire out a studio or a photographer to take your baby photos. So this is going to look a lot different for a lot of people. But it's a skill that I have developed and I really enjoy doing. So it, it really worked out for us. So we drove about an hour away from home and we did about the same thing as we did when we went to the zoo. So we tried to plan around Edison eating, but this time instead of feeding him right before we left, we tried to feed him right before the pictures. When you think about newborn photos, a lot of the cute ones are when they're like halfway asleep and they just kind of chill in these like cute poses that are not always the most natural of poses. And so we wanted to make sure that he was tired in that time. We'll say one of the things that was beneficial for us for newborn photos was to slowly feed him that bottle. So we would feed him the bottle until he fell asleep and then we're just going to stop so that we can do a little bit of stuff. And then when he gets cranky, there's still a little more bottle that he can have. We only had the studio for two hours. So it was a little busy trying to make sure that we got all the shots that we wanted, but also 
you know, Edison still needed diaper changes. He still needed to eat every now and then. And so that did take away some of the time that we had for photos. One of the things that is significantly more challenging about getting out when you're breastfeeding is if you are pumping, pumps are not always the most mobile of things. So we started out with a Medela pump. That is what they use in the hospital. There's actually a hospital grade Medela pump, which you only can use in the hospital or you can actually rent it from the hospital if you choose to take that route too. But we had picked up a Medela pump and style pump, and that's kind of their newer model, uses some of their newer parts, and that's what we had been using. But when you use that, you do have to be attached to a wall outlet all the time. And that is not always the scenario for us. A lot of times, Rachel wanted to pump in the car. And so there's like this weird battery attachment that you can use, and it kind of worked for us, but it was really difficult for Rachel to get around. And I did have a new mom moment and one day was trying to pump on the go on the way to an appointment and set my milk in the bag with all the parts and stuff and it spilled and the battery attachment got ruined. So that pump is no longer a portable option for me. In trying to fix this issue of Rachel feeling like she's attached to a wall anytime she pumped, we started looking at other breast pumps that we could do. So one of the ones that's highly recommended for very mobile moms is called the Mom Cozy. It's on the cheaper side, and after just spending money to buy this Medela pump, we didn't really want to pay the four to $500 to get the Willow or the LV, which is a wearable pump. A lot of people had good success with the Mom Cozy, just using it as a secondary option to pump in the car or if they really needed to do something or feed their baby while they pump, it's another option for you. One of the largest benefits to the Mom Cozy is that there's not all this tubing everywhere. So it is battery powered, but it doesn't have this tubing. So it's two separate pumps that are significantly smaller. And basically they can just sit inside of a pumping bra. I will say the nicest thing about those wearable pumps is that you can set each side to a different suction level and... A lot of women struggle with having what they call a slacker boob or one that just underproduces. And so if you can change your settings and have different ones for each side, then you could maybe fix your slacker situation. And I just never really got to that point of fixing that, but it was really nice to have the different settings. While we were taking the newborn photos, Rachel tried the mom cozy, did it that entire day, and we actually kept it for a little while. We're not using it now, and we can go into that a little bit more in another episode, but the mom cozy worked out really well as far as a mobile situation for us, and it made it very easy for Rachel to pump in the car or just in these places that are not really meant to have somebody pump in. Not everywhere has a nursing room. After we returned that pump, it definitely made me more motivated to find an option that we could do on the go. 
After our newborn photo shoot, we came home and really just chilled the rest of the day. And that photo shoot, even though it was just a couple of hours, it just completely wiped us out. We couldn't do anything the rest of the evening. So we just kind of chilled around. And then the next day, we met up with Rachel's family for dinner. That was our first family dinner after Edison was born. My family usually does that every Saturday. And we decided to make the drive to go see them because Harrison and I really believe like if you make the effort to come see us, we're going to make the effort to come see you. So it was so nice to be able to just hand Edison to somebody else. Like we're not super close by to a lot of our family. And after being with him constantly, like you do love them so much, but there are times where you just don't want to be responsible for every single thing. For me, it's not necessarily like the being responsible all the time. Sometimes it is just nice to be like, yeah, Edison is in this room, but I don't have to hold him the entire time. And when we found that this was the most beneficial, just having these other people around that we trust and know that we can hand Edison off to and everything is going to be okay, was when we first arrived and when we're trying to leave. It is so much easier to pack up your stuff when somebody else can just watch your kid for just a short little time period while you pull everything together. It's just one less thing to worry about. And I know that they make little swings and bouncers and things that you can set your baby in. But when we're home, just the three of us, I feel so bad just setting him down when it's like, no, like, I'm going to hold you right now. And then I don't get anything done. One of the things we were really concerned about before Edison got here was feeling like when we're around other people, we wouldn't be with Edison, that we could go the entire time we're there without really seeing him. And I definitely can see why you'd have that concern. And there have been plenty of times that we've been around family that afterwards, it's like, man, I really feel like I haven't held you for that long. But it's also nice to catch a little bit of a break. My brother broke his foot that night, which is a little unfortunate and is a saga that is still going on to this day. But I have to give him a shout out because he was being such a good uncle and took my nephew to the park and it did not end well. So after we did the family dinner, the next day I started to work at church again for the first time. Usually what this looks like is I volunteer in the production part of our church. And so we get there at 6.30 in the morning, we do a run through, and then there's two services, and then I come home. And usually I'm there from 6.30 until about 2. And that was really the first time that Rachel was going to watch Edison by herself. It was really hard for me to be alone with him. I was still in a lot of pain just physically. And then on top of that, trying to pump every three hours and take care of Edison. And I think at this point, we didn't have all the extra pump parts that we have now. So after each pump session, you have to do the dishes. Like we didn't have enough parts where you could wash them once a day or something like that. Like it was okay, I'm going to pump and then I need those parts again. So they need to be washed in this three hour chunk. I think that this day went a little bit better than what we were really expecting to, but it still wasn't amazing. I ended up coming home early from church so that I could help Rachel out. And there's a lot of stuff that we learned from just that short time period of only Rachel trying to take care of him. 
And there's just a huge world of things that have to happen when it comes to pumping that just make it so much more complicated to leave the house and do something or just to take care of Edison by yourself. And it is really just difficult. And I know it seems like we're talking a lot about pumping and we're going to have another episode very soon specifically dedicated to pumping. So hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about that then. I was so defeated at the end of that day because I felt bad that I asked Harrison to come home early and that he had to tell people that he told, you know, he could help them at church that he had to go home. I'm sure they understood because we have a newborn. But at the same time, it felt like my fault, like I couldn't do it by myself. And just really, I was still really frustrated that I had to pump and you know, that the breastfeeding wasn't working out the way that I wanted it to. And it all just kind of hit me that day of like, wow, I feel terrible. Like I I don't know how to take care of my baby. Throughout three and four weeks old for Edison, there was quite a few moments where we were questioning the idea of whether we should be still giving Edison breast milk. And it is definitely a very hard thing. It is not super easy. You would think that it would be simple because it's the natural way, but there's so much stuff that you just have to figure out. And we have said on multiple occasions that I don't understand how people even 20 years ago would have been able to breastfeed their baby because pumping is so complicated. And I really do give credit also to single parents because I just don't even know how, like, we were very lucky that Harrison had all the time off that he had and still does. So it really is just very eye-opening. It makes you appreciate who you have and what you have and resources and people around you to help you get through. After our first trip to the zoo and that weekend, we have taken several more trips to the zoo. And pretty much every time we go, we come up with an idea of something that we can do to make the process easier, something that we need to put in the diaper bag or always have in the pump bag, and really just streamline that process. And that really helped us out a lot because we have taken a couple of trips since then. Right now, we're not even at home because we're working on a Christmas production that we do each year. If we did not take all these trips to the zoo to kind of figure out what we need when we're on the go, things would not be going as smoothly as they are now. So we finally made it to Edison's one-month appointment, which I think by the time we got there, we both said it feels like a lifetime has gone by since he's been born and it's only been a month. But that just goes to show like how much you learn every day that goes by when you have this baby that you're taking care of 24-7. At this appointment, Edison weighed nine pounds, which was a really good increase from the last time that we were at the doctor's, and they were really happy with that weight gain too. He also got another shot, so he got his hepatitis B booster, I think is what it was, and this one, he really did not like. In the hospital, he really didn't care about the shots, they didn't seem to phase him, but he really was not happy. We also found out that we have not been giving him baths as much as we should. I think you're supposed to do two to three times a week. But we were so scared because he had his circumcision. He had like the umbilical cord, like his belly button just looked 
gross. And we just weren't sure, like, how much should we be bathing him? Can he be submerged in water? And it was just nice to be able to ask all these questions. And we kind of felt like, oh, we have a really stinky baby here. When it comes to bathing, the reason that we were so hesitant is both of us have history of really, really dry skin. And we really don't want Edison to have super dry skin when he's this little. And we know that bathing can cause that. If you are giving baths every single night and soaping them up the entire time, you know, it's going to give them a little bit of dry skin. But after we went to this appointment, we increased the number of baths we've been giving him. We just make sure that after every single bath, we just lotion up his entire body. And he really doesn't like the lotion, but it definitely has helped, and he doesn't seem to have a ton of dry skin yet. I really felt like all of the books that we read did not really prepare us for all of the beginning parts of parenthood. Which is why next time we are going to talk about what we've learned in the first month as parents. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thank you.